This is the story of a man named Cameron. Cameron is the host of Nerdsplossom podcast and spends his days nerding out about different things. This is one of those days. Enjoy the show. One, one, fight, fight, fight. Ladies and gentlemen and non-binary friends, welcome back to Nerd Explosion, the weekly podcast. We're based on a monthly topic. I nerd out about whatever I want. As always, I'm your host, Cameron. September is one-off month, and if you don't know what that means by now, well... Obviously, you haven't been paying attention. But I'll explain it one more time. You know, for those in the back that may not have heard me last time. One-off month, basically... I've been doing episodes where I just talk about one thing per episode, not related to a monthly theme at all. Uh, technically, I could have told this month random month, but, you know, whatever. Uh, basically, they're just, I'm doing episodes that I can only dedicate, I want, I want to only dedicate one episode to. I can't, you know, theme a whole month around it. Like, you know, I could talk about it one episode and then be like, oh, you know. I have nothing else to talk about for this episode. So this is these are just episodes that I want to dedicate one specific thing to. And today, I just kind of want to go over some like video game stuff, like what I've been playing and some of the new video games that are coming out, you know, some news and whatever. So consider this kind of a kind of a news episode, I guess, but also filled with, you know, personal stuff. Uh but yeah, that's basically what I'm gonna do for this episode. Before I get into that though. New episodes of this podcast come out every Saturday, so make sure you do all the things that do all the stuff and all the different platforms. But, with that out of the way, let's start some video games, shall we? Shall we? Video games, video games, everyone loves some video games. Uh, right now, I just want to talk about some of the newer games that are coming out that I'm really excited for, and, you know, I'd be willing to definitely try out. I'm just... Instead of, like, reading some description, I'm just going through uh, the official YouTube channels of, like, PlayStation and Nintendo. So, first up I got here is PlayStation, and uh, just scrolling through, oh my god, what the hell is this? There's an LOL Surprise BB's Born to Travel gameplay trailer. Is that those stupid, like, egg-shaped, like, kids' toys that always have, like, the weird dolls in them and they have different things? Oh, God. I don't know if the audio is going to come across, but I gotta, I gotta see this. Ready? No, I'm not. It's, oh my God. It's a ripoff of Overcooked. It's totally a ripoff of Overcooked. You lazy bastards. You lazy bastards. You're totally ripping off Overcooked. That's just, oh my god, that is that is offensive. I mean, if you did sit your little kid down to play it, then, you know, by all means do that. But that's just, no. That is totally a ripoff of Overcooked. Anyway, moving on before I get really upset. Uh, some trailers for uh, Dragon Ball The Breakers. That actually looks interesting. It's kind of, uh, so if you know Dead by Daylight, Dead by Daylight is this horror game where, 
you can either be one of the survivors and well there's four different survivors i think four or three three or four or whatever and one player is the killer or the monster or whatever that tries to kill the survivors and obviously the survivors try to fix all these generators so they can open a gate and escape and uh dragon ball the breakers kind of kind of similar in that way it's it's kind of like a de- whole Dead by Daylight thing, but it's themed around uh, Dragon Ball, the anime. And uh, the one I got here is... The uh, the trailer I'm looking at here is a reveal for Majin Buu. Now, I'm not that versed into Dragon Ball. Like, I know of Dragon Ball. I know characters. But I gotta say, The Breakers seems like a really fun game. Like I said, it's very Dead by Daylight-ish. So I'm definitely willing to give it a shot. Dead by Daylight is one of those games where... Like, I wish I could play it all the time if it wasn't going to, you know, blow up my PS4 every time I start it, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Ooh, One Piece Odyssey. Now, I'm going to shut up and uh, let this trailer play. This is a story of memories spun from Fate's room. Okay, you guys don't know Japanese, so I'm not going to let that entire thing play, but it's basically One Piece Odyssey. If you're a fan of the One Piece anime, like I am, I mean, I did a whole month talking about One Piece, uh, there was a game that came out called One Piece World Seeker, and this is, this seems like it's either a sequel or just another big One Piece game. Uh, it's another open world game called One Piece Odyssey. And it looks like in this, you get to play as like the entire crew. Uh, reading the description here. Join Monty D. Luffy and the Straw Hat crew on a journey through the depths of their memories and beyond in an odyssey beyond imagination. Uncover the mysteries of the island of Wofford when One Piece Odyssey launches on January 13th, 2023. Ooh, how'd you get it for my birthday? <laughs> uh, I got really excited there. But yeah, I love, uh, I loved One Piece World Seeker. I mean, the, you know, actual moving around the world was a bit slow, especially if you're anybody but Luffy. But anyway, with World Peace One, or One Piece World Seeker, it could have been done better, but I did enjoy it. And I hope One Piece Odyssey kind of delivers that same way. I hope it does. It does what World Seeker couldn't, honestly. Uh, let's see. What else we got here? We got Fall Guys stuff. Uh, Overwatch 2. I was never a huge person, you know, huge fan of Overwatch. But I did play it once. Ooh. <clears throat> Sonic Frontiers. Uh, let's see. Sonic Frontiers. Uh, that actually looks really good to me. I'll be honest. A lot of people are complaining that, like, even though it looks pretty, Sonic seems to be really slow in the trailer. And I think it's just because they're doing open world with a Sonic game. I don't know if that'll necessarily work. I really, I don't think it's going to work as well. But God damn it, if it doesn't look pretty. It looks really nice. And, you know, I'll be willing to try it out. I'm not paying full retail price for it, but I'll definitely check it out. Ooh. Ooh. First off, before I get to the other thing, we got Crisis Tour Final Fantasy VII Reunion. Uh, this kind of irritates me, but also I want to play uh, Crisis Tour. 
Now, this game is supposed to be the events of you play as the character Zack in Final Fantasy VII, and you play through events leading up to when the other characters leave Midgar. So, like Cloud, Barrett, uh, Tifa, just all of them. It, because the uh, Final Fantasy VII remake only goes up to when they leave uh, Midgar, and they've so far they've been doing everything except progress the story, which is which that's the part that irritates me. Like we already we've been waiting so long for like a new like redone remade version of Final Fantasy VII, and you're just gonna keep you know dangling teas in front of us be like oh look, look we're gonna we're, we might continue the story no bits of prequel but look oh, look shiny teas like no i just no i've had enough of that but i'm still gonna play it because i am a whore for final fantasy 7 <laughs> like no seriously i have do i still have it on my ps4 i might but i have the original final fantasy 7 i ha actually have final fantasy 7 remake but i also because of playstation plus I have the original Final Fantasy VII that I can play. And uh, a while ago, I actually downloaded it and beat the entire thing. I didn't get all the characters. I just focused on beating the story because I never did that as a kid. I had Final Fantasy VII when I was a kid for my, my PS1. I never beat it until now. I finally beat it. I achieved what child me could not. So, Crisis Tour, like I said, Crisis Tour, it, it looks good. You play as Zack, and it seems like he's the same way as Cloud. So, yeah. If you like Final Fantasy VII, you'll like Crisis Tour. Uh, next, we got God of War Ragnarok. I'm so excited for God of War Ragnarok. Uh, I know watching the trailers would be more exciting, but there's definitely audio in this, and I'll let the trailer play just so you can immerse yourself. Everyone keeps secrets. Sometimes it's the only way to protect the ones we love. That's Atreus, by the way. Santa Monica Studio. I know you. God killer. Talk in the Kratos. What is it you want from me? Is it a god of war we came to find? Really want war? Do you, Kratos? All that blood on your hands, on your son's hands. What is it you will not tell me? I can't talk about it, but I just need you to trust me. We follow your every whim. But you don't believe in any of it. And still, I follow. Because all that matters is that you are safe. But that's not all that matters. Who's keeping you safe? I do not need you to protect me. You sure about that? Pretender God! Alright, that's enough of that trailer. Um, it looks amazing. Honestly, it looks amazing. I am so goddamn excited for this. I played the the preceding or the previous game in this. I've played a bunch of the God of Wars. Uh, I played two, I played some of the spin-off ones. Um God, what's that one? Not the original, but there's... It's the one... They released the first one, second one, third one, and then there was one after that that was like a prequel to the first one, I want to say. I can't remember the name of it, and it's going to bug me now. But uh, yeah, I played God of War 3, like, relentlessly. 
And then when this new one came out, the most recent one for like PS4, PS5, I played the shit out of it. I loved it. I loved the the newer type of Kratos because in the previous games, Kratos was just this bitter, just always angry person that all he wanted was violence. And now in the new God of War games, he had a son or he has a son Atreus and he doesn't want to deal with anything. He just wants to have a life and he wants to ignore everything and whatever. Uh, the first God of War game is great. And this one, now, this is a change of pace because the original God of War games, it dealt with, like, Greek mythology and all that. Like, you fought uh, Greek gods like Zeus, uh, Hermes, and all that. But the new God of War games deals with Norse mythology. Uh, like, you fight harpies in that. At the end, spoilers if you haven't played it, but the secret ending to the first God of War, uh, you and Atreus, or Kratos and Atreus, open up the door to fight to find Thor standing there, which is, you know, a teaser for Ragnarok. Uh, if you don't know what Ragnarok is, just a little hi history lesson. From my understanding, basically, it's like the Norse apocalypse. It's, um, I mean, a lot of people have seen Thor Ragnarok, you know, the Marvel movie, and Ragnarok there basically means this giant creature, uh, Soltir, comes and destroys Asgard. And it... In the game, it basically creates, like, a harsh, like, really cold winter that is meant to wipe out certain life. Uh, I'm really excited for God of War Ragnarok, and honestly, like, <clears throat> the, thing I, the thing I really love about God of War Ragnarok is uh, Atreus. Atreus went through some puberty, obviously. Because you remember the original, <laughs> in the first game, he was all like, he's like, Father, father, I'll get my bow out. But then this one, he's like, Dad, what can I do to help? Like, he's done through some obvious uh, puberty. I'm really excited. Hopefully, I actually enjoy Atreus in this game because I did not care for him in the first game. I just, I found him kind of annoying, but I dealt with it because he was important to the story. But yeah, I'm really curious what happens in this game. Um, I'm really excited for it. Plus, I'm a sucker for Norse mythology. Like, I gotta give it up for Norse mythology. Uh, moving on from here. Hogwarts Legacy. A lot of people weren't sure about this game. But, or just because of the whole J.K. Rowling thing and everything. But, honestly, I don't care. I know it has nothing to do with J.K. Rowling. Uh, Hogwarts Legacy, if you couldn't tell by the title, it's a Harry Potter game. But it takes place, like, years before the events of Harry Potter. And... You're basically a student. You get to play as a student at Hogwarts in this open world game. It's an open world Harry Potter game. And I am so goddamn excited for it. And my god. God, I am so excited for this. Uh, it's an, Like I said, I'll say it again. It's an open world Harry Potter game. Where you get to be a wizard. It just looks... I mean, hopefully it doesn't disappoint. Uh, there's part of this trailer where you are, you're in a cave and then you use Lumos to light up everything, and there's mannequins in front of you, so, ugh, don't like that. Nah, I don't like that. But, uh, yeah, an open world Harry Potter game, you guys? Whoo! I am so on board. Uh, I don't know what it's gonna cost. It's probably gonna cost the usual, like, 67 bucks, 70 bucks at retail. Uh, let me click on it quick without blasting the trailer in your ears. 
if I can get a release date on that. Ba -ba -ba -ba. Madam Mason, ba -ba -ba. okay, I don't see a release date on here. Uh, let me scroll through the trailer, see if I can find. Oh, uh, there we go. Live the Unwritten, February 10th, 2023. So we're going to get that February 2023. Uh, I forgot to talk about when God of War Ragnarok was going to come out. Um, ooh, ooh, God of War Ragnarok is going to come out November 9th of this year. So we're in September now. We got two months. We got, well, little, little over, little less than two months now, but November of this year. So mark your calendars, November 9th of this year, we're getting God of War Ragnarok. So you guys know what I'm going to be doing on the 9th. Uh, let's move on. Ooh, 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 ooh. Let me go back up. Let me go back up. Assassin's Creed Mirage. In Assassin's Creed Mirage, you are Basim, a cunning street thief with nightmarish visions seeking answers and justice. After an act of deadly retribution, Basim flees Baghdad and joins an ancient organization, the Hidden Ones. As he learns their mysterious rituals and powerful tenets, he will hone his unique abilities, discover his true nature, and come to understand a new creed, one that would change his fate in ways he never could have imagined. So, it's a new Assassin's Creed game, and this time it takes place in the Middle East. It's at Baghdad, so it's obviously in the Middle East. Do we get a release date for this one? Coming 2023, so there's no specific release date, just sometime next year. Uh, where was I? There we go, Mirage. Uh, I'm excited for it. I, I always love playing Assassin's Creed games. Like, I'm about to download uh, Origins, because I have not played Origins yet, and right now I am in the middle of playing Valhalla, because, like I said, I'm a sucker for Norse mythology, so Assassin's Creed Valhalla is on my list, too, of games to beat. Uh, I'll talk about that in just a little bit, some other games. But I'm going to move on from PlayStation now, because there's nothing else <laughs> in their YouTube that is interesting me. So let's move on to Nintendo now, shall we? What do we got here for releases? Uh, Splatoon 3. I never played any of the Splatoon games. They look fun, though. I might actually check that out if I get the chance. I do have a Switch. I can download it. Uh, Taito no Tatsujin Rhythm Festival. I've played that before. I played it like a mobile version of it. Uh, if you haven't heard of Taito no Tatsujin, it's basically it's a rhythm game, but... Uh, a lot of the times, and this was exclusively in Japan, but I think you can get it somehow in the U.S. It's a game, it's, think Guitar Hero, but instead of a guitar controller, you have a drum with drumsticks, and you go through different songs. Uh, I think this game was actually exclusive to Japan, and it only had, like, Japanese songs in it, but it's been releasing more and more throughout the years in the U.S. as well, like, outside of Japan as well. Uh, what else we got here? Oh, yeah. Tycoon Nintendo Gen looks great. <laughs> anyway, moving on, we got Shovel Knight Dig. Uh, this looks like it's just a, either a sequel or like a spinoff to Shovel Knight. And <laughs> actually, the first trailer I saw was done by Aaron Hansen, aka, you know, Eater Raptor, part of the Game Grumps. I just, I love that they let Aaron do this crazy, like, weird ad for Shovel Knight. And, like, this man, this man, this chaotic person, 
is a part of a trailer for a game that's on the official Nintendo YouTube channel. It just looks... I don't know. Shovel Knight... Anyway, talking about the game, Shovel Knight did. It looks really great. I'm definitely excited for it. I've played Shovel Knight before. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, Shovel Knight did. It looks like this is the same kind of fun, but with, you know, obviously new stuff. Wow, Cameron, that's very specific. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I know. Shovel Knight did. Looks great. Um, if I can... Oh, out now. So, you can get it right now. <laughs> this next one I want to talk about. Actually, there's two here I want to talk about real quick. Uh, Return to Monkey Island. This looks like it's a a new Monkey Island game. And I absolutely love the Monkey Island games. I'm not a huge fan of the art style for it. Uh, I might play a quick trailer for it. But I'm not a fan of the art style. But I love uh, Monkey Island. I love the whole series. So... Return to Monkey Island, if you don't know what Return to Monkey Island is, it's a point-and-click adventure game where you, you know, you walk around, you get this thing for this thing, you talk to this person with this specific thing. It's really fun. I really recommend it. Um, there's actually a weird thing. Uh, I watched this, I watched this, I'm subscribed to this guy on YouTube called uh, The Easter Egg Hunter, and he released a video saying, uh, doing an experiment where I guess there's a part in the game where Guybrush, well, the whole premise of the story is Guybrush is telling a story to his kid, and that's, you know, what you play during the whole thing. You play through this story that he's telling. But there's a part where Guybrush is underwater, and there's actually a timer that pops up, and it's a very generous timer. It's like seven minutes. But if you do wait for that, like the first time, your kid will be like, Dad, quit joking around. You didn't die. And the Guybrush is like, oh, yeah, you know, let me start over. And you can just, you keep doing it. And the kid is like, hey, come on, dad, stop. Eventually, if you do it, like, enough times, when it cuts back to, like, the bench that Guybrush and his son are sitting on, there's going to be nobody there. And there's going to be dialogue. There's going to be text at the bottom that said that Guybrush drowned that day and the secret of Monkey Island was never found. Guybrush leaves behind his wife and his, you know, he leaves behind his wife, Lorraine. They had no children. And I'm like, oh, my God, that is dark. <laughs> that is really dark for a Munchie Island game. Like, my God. Uh, but yeah, definitely check out uh, Return to Munchie Island. It's free now, or it's available now. Uh, next on here, Disney Dreamlight Valley. Think Animal Crossing, but Disney. Where all your villagers, all your neighbors, are Disney characters. Just, that's all I gotta say about that. It's Animal Crossing with Disney. I think that's out now, too, because I've seen a lot of stuff about it. So, you know, I think it's out now. Definitely go check that out. Uh, what else we got? SpongeBob SquarePants, The Cosmic Shake. I totally thought this was a completely different game when I was talking about it, like, all, you know, all the while ago. But apparently, they're trying to pass it off as a spiritual successor to Battle for Bikini Bottom. And I, from what I've seen... It looks to be exactly the same type of gameplay as Battle for Bikini Bottom. I've not been able to play it yet, but let me, you know, once if I get my hands on it, I will let you guys know how it is. Okay, last thing for Nintendo, and this is the thing I'm most excited for. The Breath of the Wild sequel, you know, Legend of Zelda. We've been, we've been, you know, asking Nintendo, like, um, excuse me, excuse me, can we get an update? And they're finally like, all right, fine. Here's some new gameplay footage, and here's the title. 
So we finally got a trailer with the title for the Breath of the Wild sequel, and the full game title is The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. And oh my god. I think they they were holding off on release releasing the name of it because they were like, oh well we don't want to spoil anything. And to that I say, what are you spoiling? Tears of the Kingdom still tells us nothing. There's only, you know, we can only speculate what that means. Because when I think tears, uh, like in Skyward Sword and Twilight Princess, there were side quests where you had to collect tears of light. So maybe that has something to do with it? I I don't know. But I'm super excited for it. Uh, I think it comes out May of next year. I'm just, oh my god. I mean, it's a new Zelda. Of course I'm excited for it. Which, November, I will be talking about Zelda, so I might dive more into that, you know, come November. But I am super excited for that. Uh, To wrap everything up, because I've been talking for a while, I'm just going to talk about some games that I've been playing recently. Uh, I re-downloaded Undertale, which is always like my feel-good game, a game I go to, you know, when I'm dealing with a lot of stuff. Because like I said, I've been dealing with, did I say it in the intro? I'm not sure if I did, but... To basically repeat myself if I did, I had a long week, and I know it was a long week when I decided to re-download Undertale, because Undertale is like a comfort game for me. It it really uh it really calms me down. It like brings me back into into like reality because and it's also just a really good game in general. Uh Undertale and Deltarune. Yeah, I've been you know, I've been I downloaded those, I've been replaying that recently but i I haven't been playing like a lot of games recently but the one game i've been spending a lot of time on recently is a game that i can get for free on playstation plus right now and you can as well a game called butt snacks i believe this was a launch title for the ps5 and butt snacks my god is it a fun game i really love it uh, the premise of it is that you, as like, you are a creature known as uh, the Grumpuses that are basically like the living human-ish characters in this game. And uh, the premise of it is that you are a reporter requested by another Grumpus called Lisbert to check out Snacktooth Island and investigate this th- these things called butt snacks, which are they're they're animals. But they're food, you know? Uh, one of my favorites is uh, Bunder, which is this little, like, four-legged thing. It looks like a little mini cheeseburger, and it's funny. And it just walks around like, bunder, 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 bunder. And then, like, you get close to it. Like, nothing kills you, but they like to, like, charge into you and launch you. But I love, like, when Bunder sees you, it's like, Bunder, 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 Bunder. <laughs> just, I fucking, I fucking love Bunder. Uh, but the game as a whole, I was just expecting like a cute, like little, like Pokemon-esque, you know, romp through this weird land. I was not expecting like a deep story. Like there's a whole story of, uh, Lisbert and her girlfriend, Agabel going missing. There is a lot to this game. That's just like, wow. Um, it's probably one of the most LGBTQ friendly games that I've ever played. Uh, there are, you know, gay and lesbian couples everywhere. Uh, if somebody's straight, they're 
There's a lot of grubbuses that are referred to as they, like not he or she, but they. Um, <laughs> there's actually one moment that I uh, recorded. Uh, there's two characters. Chanlo, who is this short, green, just buff meathead of a, of a dude. And then there's another character called Snorpy, who's like tall and yellow, and he's very like conspiracy theory slash like egghead. And it's obvious that they both have feelings for each other. So there's one point where you try to, you help Snorpy get to Chanlo to try to be like, hey, you know, I have feelings for you. Uh, I'll just play the clip and you can gather for yourself. <clears throat> Chandlo, I, I, we've been together for so long and I've always wondered how you feel about me. Do, do you want to be my boyfriend? What? Bro, that doesn't make any sense. Oh, I see. Yes, never mind. F forget what I said. Snorpy, we've been dating for years. Wait, wait what? But how is that possible? Dude, remember that time we made out on that Ferris wheel and I said we should move in together? Uh, wait, yes, I, I just thought that we were roommates with benefits. You know I hate ambiguity. Sorry, Snorp Dog. Is that clear enough for you? <laughs> I love you, dog. Now let's dance. Fucking adorable. I love them so goddamn much. Excuse the background. My wife is sick. But yeah, this game is just, there's a lot of deeper meaning. Uh, the ending gets a little dark, I will say. But. There is a point before you officially end the game where you have a chance to go back and redo some stuff, so you're goddamn right I went back. I just, I love this game. Uh, my cousin actually turned me on to this game because I saw her playing it one time and it looked interesting and I finally came across it and I was like, you know what, I'm going to re-download it. And it's honestly one of the best games I've ever played, so if you really want to, if you want a cute, like, LGBT-friendly you know, just fun experience. Definitely play Snacks. <sighs> but with that, I think I'm done talking for the day. I'm done talking your guys' ear off. I'm just going to call this an episode here. Uh, are there are any games that you guys have played recently that, you know, I should check out? Let me know on social medias. Twitter, Instagram, uh, Snapchat, or no, not Snapchat, TikTok. They're all there in the link tree in the description. Just go there, click around, do whatever. Uh, the main ones... Now, I don't, I don't know if I ever explained it, but the main buttons with, like, words in them, those are for, like, podcast stuff, but at the bottom, there are little symbols for social media stuff, so that's where you can find me on social medias, and, you know, follow me. If you like to hear nonsensical things all the time, you know, follow me on that, on Twitter or whatever. Uh, also, you know, just support this podcast if you want to, you know, share around, you know, tell your friends, tell your grandma, tell your baby cousin, your first cousin, second cousin, twice removed. Tell everybody about Nerd Explosion. Spread the word of the Nerd Explosion. Spread the blast radius of this Nerd Explosion. Haha. <laughs> but, with that being said, I'm going to call this an episode. I hope you guys are doing really positive things out there. Seriously, stay really positive. You know, love one another. Tell your, tell your partner you love them. Also, remember to drink plenty of water. Stay hydrated. I've been Cameron. And as always, I will see you guys in the next episode. Nerd. Oh.